It's time now for Empowered Family Talk with Francita Hallris. Empower your family with the dynamic new book by Francina Hallris, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are. It's the book that gives you insights into life's problems. Francina Hallris is an author, motivational speaker, and national broadcaster who believes the answers to your problems lies within the knowledge that was once traditionally passed down by families. But that knowledge has been short-circuited by today's faster pace. The book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are, brings that accumulated wisdom to the problems that all families face. You'll find your copy of Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are at Amazon and at Better Bookstores. Empower your life with the dynamic new book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are by Francina Hallris. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. It's family time, and welcome back, listeners. Listeners, our Leadership Learning Series continues, quote, a life in transition, unquote, on our pathway forward. And listeners, today's focus is continued from last week's message entitled, The Law of Harvest. It can work for you or it can work against you by our colleague, Pastor Bruce Edwards. Now listeners, last week we left the law of harvest can work for you when you apply these four principles that govern this law. Number one, we talked about the principle of producing. Listeners, this is the foundational principle of this law. What you sow is what you reap. Enthusiasm breeds enthusiasm. Action breeds action. Apathy breeds apathy. Anger breeds anger and so on. The seed you sow, listeners, produces what is in the seed. And number two, listeners, the principle of patience. This principle means you reap later than you sow. Quote, let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up, unquote, Galatians 6, 9. And listeners, the reason that many people don't see the harvest in their life is that they don't have enough patience. They grow weary and give up on the seed. Too many of you are pulling up your radishes by the roots, trying to see if they have grown, and then try and put them back in the ground. We don't give God enough time to bring the crop in, listeners. We live in a, quote, now, unquote, society. We want everything right now. So much is right at our fingertips, and we don't have time to wait for what we want. listeners. The law of harvest doesn't fit into the microwave mentality. The harvest does not happen in a hurry, listeners. There is no such thing as spontaneous generations. He gives us an example of the Chinese bamboo tree, listeners. In Asia, there's a tree called the Chinese bamboo tree. It is a very hard nut 
that is planted two to three inches below the ground. As is the case with any plant, the emergence of the Chinese bamboo trees requires water, rain, nutrient, carefully tended soil, and sunlight. Listen, the farmers who grow these trees must water and fertilize them for five years before the nut will even break the dirt, listeners. These farmers rely on complete patience and believe that if they water and fertilize every day for the next five years, something is going to grow. Now, listeners, in the first year, there are no visible signs of activity or development. In the second year, no growth above the soil. The third year, no growth above the soil. The fourth year, no growth above the soil. But here comes that fifth year. In the fifth year of this process, listeners, of pouring all their hard work and patience into this nut, they finally see some results. The tree begins by growing one inch above the dirt. And within six weeks, the bamboo tree grows 80 to 90 feet Tall listeners. Everyone wants instant harvest listeners, but the law of harvest requires time from planting a seed to the harvest is a process, listeners. It takes time. Remember that, listeners. Let the law of patience work so you can reap the good and maximum harvest that God has for you, listeners. You will reap in due season. So let's wait for that season. Now let's notate principle number three of these four principles, listeners. The principle of propagation. Now listeners, this principle means you reap more than you sow. It is the principle of increase and multiplication. If you sow a single corn seed, listeners, and you let the principle of patience work in due season, it will grow. First the blade, then the ear, and finally the full kernel in the ear. Mark 4, verse 28. Now, listeners, in that one ear corn are 800 kernels. One kernel becomes 800. It is the principle of propagation, listeners. Jesus put it this way, quote, Still other seeds fell on fertile soil. And they produced a crop that was 30, 60, and even a hundred times as much as he had been planted, unquote. That's Matthew chapter 13, verse 8, listeners. Now, listeners, this principle works both to the good and the bad. Sow a little good, and it multiplies back to you in much good, listeners. But if you sow a little evil, and guess what, listeners? The harvest of bad is in your life. It increases. Let's notate principle number four, listeners. The principle of proportion. Now, listeners, this means if you sow a little, you will reap a little. But if you sow plenty and plentiful, you will reap abundantly. In other words, your harvest will be in proportion to what you sow, listeners. 
Second Corinthians 9, 6 puts it this way. Quote, remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. List is the kingdom of God works differently than the world. The way up is down to get give. The world says, Proverbs eleven twenty four says, quote, one person gives freely, yet gains even more. Another withholds unduly, but comes to poverty, unquote. And listeners, what kind of seed are you sowing today? Listeners, now listen, you are going to reap what you sow. It is a law, listeners. In other words, if you sow, quote, bad, B-A-D, unquote, seeds, they will produce a bad harvest. If you sow good seeds, they will produce a good harvest. Galatians 6, 8 explains it this way. If you sow to please your own wrong fleshly desires, you will be planting seeds of evil and you will surely reap a harvest of spiritual decay and death. But, listeners, if you plant the good seeds and the good things of the Spirit, you will reap the everlasting good life that the Holy Spirit gives you, unquote. Amen. Listeners, the question becomes, what kind of seeds are you sowing? Do you know? Let's notate, listeners, sow only good seeds. I want to encourage you to sow only good seeds. God wants you to have the best life possible, and he has set out laws and promises in the Bible so that you can consistently live, quote, his best life, unquote. Amen. Listeners, I'm a big believer in the God of increase and abundance. Jesus came so you could have life and life more abundantly. John 10, 10. However, listeners, you need to be sowing good seeds because the law of the harvest is at work right now. And it can work against you or it can work for you. You decide. Let's notate promise and warning. Now, listen, the promise and warning of scripture are we reap what we sow. Life's choices are filled with consequences, listeners, both good and bad, temporal and eternal. David experienced the negative side of the law of the harvest, listeners. David reaped the same thing he planted. He found out that he reaped more than he realized he planted. He found out that he reaped later than he planted. And he found out that he reaped it all because he was the guy who put it in motion, listeners. He was the guy who sowed the bad seed and set in motion the harvest that he reaped. Let's notate, listeners, here. God forgives. God forgives, but now God did forgive David of his sin, listeners, but God didn't cancel out the law of the harvest. When God forgives, listeners, the law of the harvest goes right on. This is crucial for us to understand. We can be forgiven by God for eternity, 
and still face the ramifications of our decisions in this life. Our sin does have natural consequences outside of our separation from God, listeners. Our sin does have natural consequences, listeners, outside of our separation from God. There are many people who think they can sow their wild oaks and then pray for crop failure. But that's not the way it works, listeners. The law of the harvest goes right on. And our lives are full of choices, listeners. These choices are the seeds we plant today. Plant only good seeds. And let the law of the harvest work to your good and benefit, listeners. Amen. Thank you for listening to Empower Family with Francina Horace. With your donations, we are able to bring you God's Word. You can go to www.coachtatefoundation.com and press donate. That's www.coachtatefoundation.com. Don't forget that God is always in your corner. Now, welcome back, listeners. God can't multiply what you haven't sown. Let's notate. God cannot multiply, listeners, what you have not sown. By Pastor J.D. Greer. And it reads as such. Based on Paul's teachings in Galatians 6 and 2 Corinthians, let me share with you the five laws of this harvest. Let's notate, listeners. Law number one, the harvest is limited to the planting. You can only harvest what you plant, listeners. In other words, if you haven't sown it, God can't multiply it. I'll say that again. In other words, listeners, if you haven't sown it, God can't multiply it. One of the clearest pictures of multiplication occurs in John 6, listeners, where Jesus is standing before 5,000 hungry people. More like 15,000 if you include the women and children. He takes a little boy's lunch. Five loaves and two fish, a Hebrew happy meal. You know the story, listeners. After Jesus takes the loaves of, and fish and blesses the food, he distributes it to his disciples until everyone is fed. And there are 12 basketfuls left over. Now, listeners, this miracle demonstrates the pattern of multiplication. It's only as you put what you have in the hands of Jesus that is multiplied. We tend to reverse that, don't we, listeners? Well, if God multiplies what I have, then I'll give it away. But God says, give it away, and it will multiply, unquote. Listeners, it's only as you put what you have in the hands of Jesus that it multiplies. Let's notate law number two. The harvest comes later than the planting, and we'll be right back. If you'd like to be a guest speaker on a power family, give us a call at 904-234-6970. That's 904-234-6970. Let us help us get your business out to the world. And welcome back, listeners. Law number two, the harvest comes later than the planting. The hard part about harvesting, listeners, is that it takes time to see your efforts pay off. That's why many people never see the harvest, listeners. They start off well, but they give up too soon. We live in a generation of instant gratification today. But life doesn't work like that, listeners. Real change takes time to grow. 
But results take time, listeners. What you sow today, you won't see the return of until the next season in life. Sowing is all about the future, listeners. And while it's worth the wait, we often don't act like it. Amen. Law number three, listeners, the harvest is greater than the planting. In the harvest, listeners, what comes back to you is always greater than what you sow. If you plant a weed, a wheat seed, it will turn into a wheat stalk that can produce hundreds of wheat seeds. Law of greater says that what starts small multiplies into something much bigger than what you began with, listeners. What you reap will always come back greater than what you sow. Jesus talked about a harvest of 30, 60, and 100 fold in Mark 4.20. Now, listeners, when scriptures applies this to money, it teaches us that the harvest is greater than the planting in both the magnitude of what you reap and the kind of fruit you reap. Paul says in Galatians 6, 8, that we reap eternal life from the Spirit by our sowing. In 2 Corinthians, he calls this the, quote, harvest of righteousness, unquote. God often uses generosity, listeners, to give us gifts far greater than money. In Matthew 6, 21, Jesus challenges his disciples to be generous with their money because, quote, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also, unquote. It's the same principle, listeners. Invest your treasure in heaven and watch your heart follow it. Amen. Law number four, listeners, the harvest is proportional to the planting. Plant one seed and you'll get one plant, hopefully. You plant a dozen and you'll get a dozen. Invest minimally in God's kingdom, listeners, and you'll reap minimally. If you invest greatly in God's kingdom and watch as God brings in a harvest you cannot contain. Amen. And listeners, here's a startling biblical truth. In some ways, your generosity toward God and others often determines his generosity toward you. Here's how Solomon put it, listeners, quote, whoever is kind to the poor is lending to the Lord. The benefit of his gift will return to him in abundance, unquote. Proverbs 19, 17. Listen, Solomon was himself a man of generosity. For example, it was a tradition for the king to sacrifice one bull during his inauguration. But 1 Kings 8 tells us that Solomon sacrificed a thousand bulls, listeners. How's that for giving, quote, above and beyond, unquote? Is it any coincidence, listeners, that the only time God said to someone, quote, ask me for whatever you want and I'll give it to you, unquote. He said it to an extravagant giver, to the excessively generous listeners. God is excessively generous. You can't outgive God. Amen. And lastly, listeners, law number five, we can't do anything about this year's harvest. But we can change next year's harvest this year. You reap today what you sowed yesterday. I know a lot of you hate that. You're living for God now. But the consequences of past mistakes keep rearing their ugly heads. 
You can't do much to change the harvest that you're reaping today, listeners. Even if you pray about it or if you ask for forgiveness. Yes, God forgives us as soon as we come to him. But those old seeds seem so persistent. Now, listeners, God won't always eliminate the tough harvest you're living through immediately. But he can change your life by empowering you to sow seeds of the spirit in your life today. Financial difficulties you're experiencing, the materialism in your kids, the dissatisfaction in your own heart. These may be a harvest of an ungenerous past, listeners. And we can't do anything about this year's harvest, but we can change next year's. The old proverb states, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The second best time is today. It's time to start sowing different seeds, listeners, so you can reap a different harvest. Amen. What do you want to reap next year, listeners? It is only possible if you start sowing for it today. As Matthew 9.37 reminds us, listeners, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Therefore, beseech the Lord of the heart to send our workers into his harvest today. Amen. been listening to Empowered Family Talk with your hostess, Francina Aldris. Be sure and join us next week and every week at this time for the program that brings you practical answers to the questions of the 21st century. October 18, 2014, and it reads, Reaping the Harvest. The Bible says we'll reap what we sow. So plant good seeds. If you want them to grow, the harvest will reap when we plant good seeds. Come from sowing God's word and from doing his deeds. If you plant bad seed, they won't grow. There's no doubt. It's like sowing your crops in a bad summer drought. But a bountiful harvest is our just reward. When we plant good seeds that are sown by the Lord. But if you planted grapes of wrath that Satan has strewn upon your path, then the only harvest you will reap will be one of hate and blind deceit. So let's sow a garden filled with love, one of faith and hope, seeds from above. While leading others to seek God's face, we'll be reaping the harvest of God's love and grace. Amen. Those who sow to the flesh reap corruption. Those who sow to the spirit reap everlasting life. Galatians 6, 7 through 9 listens. As we close this series... Of the law of God's harvest, listeners. Let's always remember, do not be deceived. Our God is not mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Amen. 
Thank you for listening to Empower Family with Francina Horace. With your donations, we are able to bring you God's Word. You can go to www.coachtafoundation.com and press donate. That's www.coachtafoundation.com. Don't forget that God is always in your corner. Empower your family with the dynamic new book by Francina Hallris, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are. It's the book that gives you insights into life's problems. Francina Hallris is an author, motivational speaker, and national broadcaster who believes the answers to your problems lies within the knowledge that was once traditionally passed down by families. But that knowledge has been short-circuited by today's faster pace. The book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are, brings that accumulated wisdom to the problems that all families face. You'll find your copy of Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are at Amazon and at Better Bookstores. Empower your life with the dynamic new book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are by Francina Hallris. If you'd like to be a guest speaker on a power family, give us a call at 904-234-6970. That's 904-234-6970. Let us help us get your business out to the world. Thank you for listening in today to the Empower Family broadcast with Francina Holris. You may send letters of prayerful and financial support to 521 College Street, Asheville, North Carolina, 28801. If you are in need of prayer or would like to contact the ministry, call us at 904-234-6970. That's area code 904-234-6970. You can also visit the ministry website at www.coachtatefoundationcoachtatefoundation.com or email us at contact at coachtatefoundation.com. Be sure to tune in next week for another broadcast from Empowered Family Talk. This program is sponsored by Demetrius Designs.
Joining Francita Hallress on Empowered Family Talk. Tune in next week.